in the name of the Java, the Suds, and the Holy Spirits, the three liquids that keep me alive. Amen. Good evening, and thank you for joining us for the Lager Logs Resurrection Sunday Special. Tonight, we embrace all the holy traditions of this festival. We've completely given up for Lent. We'll be crucifying our livers by nailing milk stout and getting cross all followed by the resurrection of the same old tired material from last season. We really want to put an emphasis on the real meaning of this Christian holiday, not the profit-focused pagan promotion it has become. Look around. There's not a bunny in sight. Hugh Hefner will be spinning in his grave. Welcome to the Lager Logs Pints of View with Tom and Stu. I'm Tom. He's Stu. Say hello, Stu. Hello, Thomas. That's all I wanted, all mm. I needed. I so, appreciate that. Thank well, you I'm not bothered sending you the, on the mini eggs Easter egg. No, no eggs allowed in this household. This is, this is a tradition, Christian tradition, Stu, and I will not have those that, that type of material in my house. Okay. Oh, Guys, okay. come on that in. That's a fucking tin of beer, you'll take it. Make yourself <laughs> You are now in the midst of our magnificent East special and also sadly last episode of the season. Boo hoo. But not to fear, we have an incredible show lined up for you tonight. A show that is so excellent, so exceptional, and so extraordinary that you think this was a fertility clinic. Uh no guest tonight. But as always, your favorite points of view power couple are here to deliver the goods. Ain't that right, Stu? That ain't no yoke. That's, yes, come on. Come on. Didn't even write that one. Straight off the top of the dome. How are you, dude? You okay? I'm doing good. Um, we've achieved something this season. You think so? Yeah, I probably I couldn't so. tell you what it is. No, no idea just yet. But It'll come to us. Hopefully over the course of the show, it'll come to us. Um, yes, over here at Logs HQ, we may be cooped up. But we'll be going cuckoo for cocoa duffs this episode. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> With an all brown spread to rival the contents of my dirty laundry basket. Oh. Uh, coming up, we have a collaboration between Vocation Brewing and Brew York. Uh, and that will be their Sweet Temptation Chocolate Caramel Stout. And we must have the Horn for Thorn as we cover the Bridge Boys again this season with their Cocoa Wonderland Chocolate Porter. The drinking game for tonight is take a shot every time one of us says chocolate. You're going to be annihilated. Stu, thirsty, my good man? As always. Let's do it, man. Uh, So first up, the slightly weaker beer tonight, uh, and that is, funnily enough, the Swim swim Temptation. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. At this point, we have not opened either tin. There has not been any warm-up drinks. This isn't being recorded in the back of another session. Coming in dry, buddy. Yeah, this is um, Sweet Temptation, Chocolate Caramel Stout, and we will be diving in and swimming in its uh, chocolate caramelly goodness. That's what I meant to say. Uh, So we're going to go with this one first up while we crack this open. Stu, these are both new beers for you tonight. Yes, I've never yeah. tried these before. I was looking for just chocolate-related beer in Morrison's and Winner Winner. Chocolate dinner. Yeah. Uh, you're familiar with the Thornbridge range, obviously. Yep. What about Vocation or Brew? Yes, I, um, I'm familiar with the names. I don't yep. think I've ever had a Brew York. I think they might have been the fellas behind the... Remember last summer there was that Survivor Series ah, yearbox? Yeah, yeah. I think that was Brew York. Uh, what's the one? Is is I forgot his name. It's Bruce. Oh, you talked about um, the uh, Juice Forsyth. Yes. Yes, that's the one. That, yeah. I, I tried that last year. It was a bit of a, a goof gift off me, mate, Jimmy. And yeah, I uh, it was extremely juicy. Did what it said mm-hmm. in the tin. Didn't, didn't even taste like a beer to me. Just uh, yeah. A nice, refreshing, fruity beverage. Have you, have you tried that one? I haven't, no. No, just, no, no. I've seen bro. these around. They always have a really 
like a type of label, you could tell it's a Brew York from the way that yeah. they lay out their can design. And yeah, uh, Vocation, I've definitely tried, I think it's Life and Death there. That's the one I've tried Black to, Black and yeah. green labelled IPA. Recently just changed it, I think. Maybe yeah, the last year or so. I remember looking before, a bit Before, it was usually just sort of big text, you know, like how someone's kitchen have live, laugh, love on it. Yes. This big of, bold of letters. Course. There was like life and death uh, on Who and off. doesn't have that in the kitchen? You know. Losers. bottom. Things like that. <laughs> like those sort of titles on their tins. But just so you know which side. Stan can... and Ollie, you know. <laughs> just so you know which side to uh, to drink from. Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. like a pretty good idea. But... Yeah, they're, they're life and death IPA. It's a very common one. I see it yes. quite a lot. Rather solid. Really, en- really enjoying it. Yeah, I, I, nothing massively memorable for me, but I don't know whether I am remembering right. But um, I'm hoping this one we're trying tonight, though, does stick with me and hopefully is going to be etched into my taste buds for all eternity. So, yeah, well, that's the back history with the bruise guys or our back history. Why don't we why don't we taste it and, and see how uh, these ones go down tonight? Shoot, are you ready? Yes, oh, sir. Oh, apologies as I'm sitting popping one off here. Sounded exceptional. That's okay. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of privacy next time, but it's okay. Public displays of exhibition are welcome on this show and needed. Oh, look at that. Look at oh. that. It looks quite thick, which is. Uh, I've not got a crazy head on it. That's, that's, a, that's a really good like- one, man. Some of the, the pores I've done lately have been a bit crazy. But... <laughs> People, you're back on track now, man. It's very carbonated. Yeah, really is. It does not look like a like a thick stout. But it looks it looks a bit thicker than usual. But do you know what? You could you could this this it's like a sweet shot. Yeah, man, sweet. That caramel like, comes through. Yeah, like, really. Uh, yeah, I'm not joking. Chocolate caramel stouts. Really strong. Smooth bro. caramel, sweet. Let's find out. Cheers, Cheers. buddy. Yep, light, sweet. Probably not up to your street. Mm, you're a poet, and you and you. You think you did know it? Um. Not as bad as some of the um, the kind of milkier stouts I've had. I, I, I think it's a little bit thicker than some of the some of the ones I've had, but some of the more craftier ones I've had. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know yet. So Flavor wise, it definitely yeah. It's mad. It, it definitely delivers on kind of what it, what promises on the can, but um. Undecided just yet. Um, so I'm going to try and split the difference and give you guys a little bit of info on both breweries behind this beverage. So, yeah, this is Sweet Temptation, standing at a slightly uh, satanic 6.6%. Uh, and the first batch of brewers behind this are Vacation Brewery. This is another northern brewer, of which you've had a really good run recently. They were established in 2015 in Hebden Bridge, West Yorkshire, by IT banker turned brewer John Hicklin, who before vocation established Blue Monkey Brewery in 2008, but left for cleaner pastures a few years later as the apes were slinging shit everywhere. <laughs> um, along with what we're having to go on tonight, some interesting pieces in their catalogue that caught my eye were Sunset Overdrive, a peanut colada sour, BA Imperial Banana Chocolate and Banana Stout, which sits at a dangerous 11.4 volume. What? And an 8% double IPA smash and grab for all you guys with sticky fingers out there. Mm. Um, Over at Brew York, based in Warmgate, which from memory was quite cold when I went there last. The brochure lied. It really did. Um, the brewery was founded in 2016 by friends Wayne Smith and Lee Grabham. Leaving that one alone. They have two breweries located across York, an original site within the historic Roman walls of the city, and a main production site in Osbaldwick, a village just a hair's breath away. They've got some rather (laughs) unique brews. This shit isn't copy and pasted, ladies and gentlemen. Definitely not, guys. Definitely not. 
They've got some rather unique brews in their lineup, and amongst them are, uh, as Stu was 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 alluding to, a uh, Goose Willis, a uh, Gooseberry Full Sour, Rhubarb Streisand, uh, Rhubarb Milkshake IPA, and Nitro Empress Tong Cocoa, a Nitro Coconut Cacao Tonka and Vanilla Imperial Milk Stout. I sadly only know about what half of those words mean, um, but sounds impressive. All the same. Right. It's a time of the show where we get backdated on the beer we've loved and the beer we thought was okay. It's Last Beers Watched. Just one. It just gets one this this episode. Uh, Stu, please spill the beans on your brewski battles this week. What's been going on, dude? So uh, my weekend beer consisted of heck a lot of beer actually, mm. and I put that blame purely on this podcast. Oh no! Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. So completely uh, faultless here. And hey, it was part of the job. We were promoting Lagerlots, so you had to have a little tipple when we were out. Doing just a on. just a little one singing and dancing for a different audience. Um, for those that are not aware, we done a an appearance on the Brew Gooders Facebook Live show, mm. the League of Beer and Comics. So I was drinking uh, a couple tins of Belfield's uh, Three River Pilsner and the Martisan Festival Lager. Because I just wanted to have two sort of nice, light, easy drinking beers. Mm. Because I didn't want to make an arse of myself on the show. You did anyway. So that that plan uh, down the shitter. I was Sorry about that, soon man. overshadowed by my co-host. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I do not know what you're talking about. I think that I, I put in a very professional performance and i feel like i was the one that was really promoting the show doing what we were supposed to do while we were there and you just messed it up pretty much and and to be honest i'm, I'm still a bit hurt about it and and i'm holding a grudge but i'm not gonna like, say anything else about it because i feel like we don't need to this is the same moving conversation on. you had on. with yourself in the mirror <laughs> and you still had your blue face paint on I don't I don't own a mirror. Okay, I'm too scared to look so, in the mirror as these day passes. On the Friday night we were on the Crummy Beards YouTube stream. Now actually if you're wondering you've if you've missed out on these and you want to see them, you can go to the lagalogs.com. I've put posts onto our website embedding these videos so you could find them without having to look too hard. Come out. And so yeah, I had a couple of drinks on there, some stuff from Stuart Brewing. Over the weekend, I decided it's now that time of year. The nights are getting lighter. Mm-hmm. We're almost near the end of the season. Yes. Crack out a thousand piece jigsaw. Of course, you're gonna need something to do in the off so, season. What else are you gonna do? I had a hopple proper IPA Ooh. helped me on my way with this. Star Wars, the, the Rise of Skywalker, 1,000-piece puzzle. <laughs> Did it help? <laughs> it, it made piecing together Daisy Ridley's face a little bit easier. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's such a chore. Jeez. So, uh, yeah, so that was a nice little bit of flavour. And last night, as me and the missus binge-watched the remainder of Pam and Tommy, ah, okay. I decided to have... Belfield's Rogue State DI people say Dipper, but for some I can't say that. It's not DIPA. Seven point three no. bold citrusy gluten three IPA. Oof. Ouch. Ouch. How's that? Was, I was gonna say it's dark, but in my head it's screaming for me to say it was dank. It was it was dank. It, it, it had was a, almost fire. like a a clinical uh it was sick i almost kind of had like a, a medicinal taste oh really uh but it, it the bitterness eased off like you know that first drink 
big yeah. bitter hit. Yeah. Uh, then it's always just, the most powerful sip. It's just get sipping away and just it, it became warm and fuzzy. That's, I mean, that's the way it goes. It's no. only when you hit the, you know, 7% plus Bruce Carino's. Yeah. And I was, it was a, th- a 330 mil can. So yeah. it was a safe <laughs> amount of volume there. If it was like a big, a big 550 or something, <laughs> I might have not seen the end of that episode. <laughs> Talking willies or not. <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, to be honest, we probably could both do with a, a little break after this, uh, <laughs> Stu, to be honest, because, yeah, it was a pretty heavy week. Is that, is that, is that everything? It that is. I was going to pass the baton over to yourself, Tom. That's a little, that's a prolific list uh, you had um, yourself there. Uh, yeah, as Stu mentioned, we did get down with the bevies on the streaming. Um, if you want to hear my thoughts on the bevies I'm drinking... You should go and check out those streams because that's the only way because I forgot what I was drinking. So yesterday, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I forgot what I was wearing. Oh, wait. I forgot a lot from those shows. Um, You know, they were like four days ago. Um, That's about two decades in Tom years. I had my three cans from Stuart Bruin that Stu you kindly made in your sink and sent me a few weeks ago um so nice of you oh, yeah. uh, dishwater uh, IPA <laughs> wasn't that dish dish watery it was it was toilet pretty, water peel pretty, uh, you said it was toilet water come on You're taking it too far taking the piss now <laughs> come on Stuart um yeah <laughs> that's all I had left in the house uh <laughs> me and the kids have been drinking from it for the past three weeks it's just a mess uh i had skeleton blues which ah uh, yes you had the other night right i remember yes uh you mentioning um that's labeled as a hazy ipa and it, it tasted to me like a lighter sweeter new england ipa i was i was very yeah, impressed I with it see that yeah. yeah very impressed with it uh five Five foot two percent, so add a little mm-hmm. extra bite than usual. But um, yeah, it was smooth stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, very nice. Master plan was up next. There, American IPA, another quite strong brew. I think that was at about five and a half. Uh, a lot more fruitier than I was expecting. Uh. Mega bursts of grapefruit uh, mm-hmm. on each mouthful, and was really rather crisp and refreshing have you have you tried that one i've had i think i've had one tin of it it's it must be in the back of the box because i feel like i've been going through a lot more radical road and they love that one first world problems yeah they're, they're belgian ipa speaking Ooh. of first world problems so you got one I drank oh. first world problems oh, in this there this, we go. In this group of beers. Yes. We were sorry, were you about to say something about another? No, beer I though? haven't had any uh, master it's plan lately. Okay. I'll the beers or the thoughts. You should... <laughs> Not that I'm willing to share on air. Well, start thinking. Grab yourself a couple of tins and, and start thinking. Um yeah, uh, last but not least, I sampled uh, First World Problems, one I've definitely heard you talk about uh, before yep. in the past. Um, yeah, it's a very strong, bitter IPA. It's listed as a Belgium IPA, mm-hmm. which I've never had before. I think it uses Belgian uh, yeast. But I didn't really notice a big difference between this and maybe like a, a very strong um, West Coast IPA. Right. Possibly a bit more spicier. Okay. Not bad at all. That too was uh, very strong. But yeah, a really diverse group of beers, which were a joy to sample. Mm-hmm. Um, cheers for wisdom I'm over, Stu, so I could no join in on the Stuart brewing love. There's a lot of Stuart love going down on this show. And three quarters of it is normally just a beer. But Stu gets a little, little slither of it himself from time to time. Plays his cards right. You know, <laughs> one can only dream. Um, Stu, what do you think about beer? Because that, that, that's all, that's, that's all my beers for the for the week. Um, you know. I'm doing right now, if I didn't mention it. Next next portion of the show. Stu, 
the beers. It is nice. It is sweets. It's very easy drinking. Mm. But I'm having to stop myself. Just, I don't want to get carried away. <laughs> Sink this whole tin. I mean, it smells delicious. It, like, <laughs> it is it is a definite 100% like a dessert beer. Yeah. Like, imagine having yeah. like a bowl of like vanilla ice cream and just nursing this. Oh, definitely. Definitely would go down. I wouldn't quite go to the lens of turning it into like a Coke float or anything. No, that would just be weird. Um, <laughs> I definitely, yeah, I definitely get what you're saying, buddy. I think, I mean, the only thing I've really got that I could compare it to was the Millionaire Milk Stout we had. Oh, yeah, the Wild Beer. The Wild Boys, yeah, which was like last season, which, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I didn't really like, if I remember. I thought it was yeah, all right. That, was, that might have been lighter. Yeah, it was a bit, is... it was tolerable, for sure. Mm-hmm. But this is definitely, yeah, the thing that saves this for me is that I think uh, consistently it's a little bit thicker than that. Also, mm. it's got a little bit more of that alcoholic warmth, so I think it mm. feels more like a beer to me, and, yeah. and it's going down a bit easier, but still not something I think I would drink in my spare time, but you're cracking me, Stu. You're getting yeah, there. You know, I'm, I'm slowly coming around to these uh, milky boys. <laughs> I wouldn't go for this normally because these, these let's see, is a collaboration with two big breweries. Yeah. It's like a high percent stout. It's a little bit more high end than your your typical sure, supermarket man, yeah. beers. For sure, but it has it has this kind of luxury to it. Hundred hundred percent, man. Like just the, the texture, the mouthful. It's just it's a well made beer, and it it, oh. it, it 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 is bursting with flavour. Um, mm-hmm. a lot going for it, man. Um, like it, for sure. Uh, the perfect way to describe this beer is it's a treat. Yeah, definitely. It's it, it's something that you'd have every now and again, rather than kind of yeah. I don't know putting away tins of it every weekend. <laughs> mm. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, second up on our decadent double bill tonight is uh, Coco Wonderland Chocolate Porter. There we go. Is that all right for the YouTube, Stu? Just tell me if it needs a bit more. Do E360 go all the way around? Look at the small print. No one does. It is good. Yep, yeah, that's that's the, the YouTube freeze frame we need. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can we do beer now? <laughs> no, I need three more reactions. As if you've sat, if your chair's covered in pins... Or you've been you've stumped your toe. My or, name's not Mike Garrett. I don't have to do. Just, <laughs> I don't have to. I don't could have could to you do... make your eyes pop out anymore? <laughs> I don't do three separate takes of the the same reaction. Come on. Okay, let's open this this lethal little porter. Way ahead of you, buddy. Oh yeah. Okay, that's a bit more. It's a bit more of a muted uh, smell compared to the last one. Yeah, it's not screaming. A bit more subtle. Um, mm. I think because this is a porter, I've got a bit, a bit more hope for it in terms of liking it. But <laughs> we will, we will see. We will see. Um, oh, that's nice. It's a little bit lighter. Funnily enough, than last uh, one, maybe. In terms of the, the color, sorry. I think the Possibly. thickness is about the same, but the mm-hmm. color, the color looks a little bit lighter. Definitely a more throffy. Not to say that I fucked up the pour or anything. Dude, but... you got lucky with that last one, buddy. Yeah. Got lucky with that I'm last gonna one. I'm going to go get a flake for this one. <laughs> Speaking about chocolate treats. Okay, I'm, I'm ready to get my lips around this one, buddy. What do you reckon? Let's go for it. For the last time this season. Oh, don't say that. I said season, not year. Calm down. Don't get emotional on me. Jeez, thank God. Thank God, this is all I have. This is all I have. Well, nothing <laughs> else. Cheers, buddy. Okay, read it in the bathroom. have <laughs> happened already. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, man. Ooh. Yeah. 
That's a yes from me. That more up your street? Yeah, that is a yes from me. It's in comparison, very subtle, almost silent compared to what we just drank. But mm. I mean, that's like a stealth assassin. That is. Um, well, that's it. The volume's higher, but yeah. the taste is. It's a bit more hidden away. Yeah. I like the texture a bit more. I like the subtlety a bit more because it's literally just on that that very last little bit in your mouth. You can taste the chocolate or the the cocoa. Exactly. I was like um, swishing around my mouth and then you just get that hint of chocolate and the aftertaste. Mm. It's definitely got more of a porter profile to it. Like it's a bit sweeter. It's a bit, it, it tastes a little bit thicker to me. I do like that one. I do like that one a lot. So it has got the the high alcohol warmth from oh, it. Like for sure, man. when you for first sure. drink it. Right, I better I better slow down on that one. Right, this is Coco Wonderland from Thornbridge Brewery, sitting at a sexy six point eight percent. Founded in Bakewell, uh, Derbyshire, in two thousand and five by Jim Harrison and Simon Webster, they operate opera, They operate in the grounds of Thornbridge Hall in Ashford in the water, but in reality, I hear they put malt hops and yeast into the water and, and not ash, because the the beer would be too ashy otherwise. Okay. After Jaipur, their Indian pale ale catapulted them into the spotlight. The need for a new location became clear. And in 2009, a brand new state-of-the-art brewery was built at Riverside Bakewell to meet with demand. Um, I think I touched upon their core range and their barrel-aged beers a couple of episodes ago. Mm -hmm. So aside from that, uh, their seasonal lineup offers up some very interesting brews. Uh, Cortado is a flat white pale ale available on cask. Uh, Otto is their 8% uh, Weizen Doppelbock and I don't know whether we mentioned this last time but they do I think Mike might have mentioned this uh, Jaipur X a 10% Imperial variant of regular Jaipur do I smell do I smell another revenge episode coming on Stewie boy (laughs) come on right I'm not here to enable you Tom no don't don't do that please Next season, alcohol free. Yeah. I'll bring, 0.5 uh, or less. I'll bring some crackers for all that cheese we're gonna be we're gonna be consuming. Um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so it's that time of the show, that time of the season everyone has been waiting for. It's Top Five Beers of the Season. Yes. Ooh, the drama, the tension. The, the must-have beers the, from this these, season. These are all recommendations. Ones that we're going to tell you about as the ones that you should definitely try out. Oh, personal recommendations from me and Stu. These are... Um, okay, this shouldn't be too hard as we've only covered nine. So in descending order, Stu, may I have your number five pick of Log Logs season four? I, I'm starting right off the bat. I'm throwing Vocation Sweet Temptation Get in there. Out. There is, like, I've not oh, had a beer wow. like this before. It is, it's just the 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 volume. It's not like the the millionaire sort of caramel down a peg. Mm. It's like this, but it's got more life in it. I I, I definitely agree. Whether that one, uh, that one actually might be a bit more kind of sessionable bit more easy yeah. going this one definitely beats it in terms of kind of mm-hmm. flavor and man yeah that 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 must have been or it must have been really impressive straight off the bat buddy to yeah i have launched into your top five like that anything like it this season wow amazing um okay my number five would be singer ah yes uh, very solid reliable lager have mm-hmm. enjoyed it in the past often i'm sure i'll enjoy it in the future often too always a great drink with dinner brew um mm-hmm. great summer beer uh lovely stuff just lovely lovely stuff yeah right you you like that one didn't you is this on your list or is that i cannot reveal okay. anything Okay, ahead of the time. I'm kind of just just getting ahead of myself so here. Sorry, guys. Just remain on too the excited. Too excited. Uh, okay, Stu, can I have your number 
Oh, please. Uh, Vault City's Iron Brew Sour. Okay, okay. I'm slowly thought, growing to love this beer. Yeah, I thought that might make your cut for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting one. Again, I just don't know whether the sours are for me. They're mm-hmm. an acquired taste. They don't Definitely. Really, they don't really shout beer to me. Mm-hmm. But as a sour goes, I enjoyed it, man. You know, went down... Yeah. Very easy. Wasn't something I was like spitting out into a bucket or something. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was really enjoyable. It's, it's, it's kind nice of one experiment. of those ones when you get over like that first taste reaction, mm. and you're just kind of you're you're committed because it costs you four pound eighty a tin. Like I'm fucking drinking Jeez. this. I didn't send you enough money on PayPal. Clearly. So, Sorry, man. It's fine. <laughs> um, but. I just work my way through it and you kind of get halfway, three quarters, and you just think, ah, I can what this is, actually. It isn't bad. It's growing on me. And I've had a couple, and now I'm away this weekend, and there's a possibility it might be on tap in one of the beers I'm going to, in one of the bars I'm going to. And I'm like, oh, oh man, I hope it is. Uh, man, yeah, I hope it is for you, buddy. That would be, uh, I've been an amazing experience. So... Oh, brilliant, man. I'm glad mm-hmm. glad you liked that one. Um, okay. Four for me. Jaipur. A classic English IPA. Um, mm-hmm. And being at that near 6% level, it has that nice little extra kick to it. Uh, just a very well-rounded beer. A very good representation of the style. One, I can definitely see myself buying again if I was in the mood for an IPA because it's a it's a go-to IPA for sure. Just a very well-made beer. Yeah, just recommendation from me for sure. Well, this 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 whole list is, is full of recommendations that's, from me. That's but, the point of it, yes. But if you're a bit weary on uh, IPAs and you're not really kind of a massive fan, I would definitely try that one because it's uh, it's a very lovely beer. All right, Stuart, your number three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stones bear. No, kidding, <gasps> kidding. Stout jock. It's number one, right? Uh, Stout jock. Wow, <laughs> I'm surprised he's so low in the list. I thought this would be a little bit closer so. to the top. Okay, okay. I but, mean, hey, it means I'm not any special order at all. So lying, please don't lying. be offended. David's not listening. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, Stout Jock was kind of your like a nice drinking stout. It was one of those ones where it ticks that stout box where it, it doesn't need to be. Well, it's it's the, the more in the class of it's the traditional stout. Yeah, for sure. It's not the gimmick stout of Rocky Road chocolate orange salted caramel it's not like something out of starbucks it's it's something <laughs> out of uh, like a, a real old pub yeah where you're just kind of getting a nice smooth lovely stout and definitely it was, it was maybe done maybe because it was a higher percent than the standard maybe the imperial barrel aged had that effect on it where it just kind of rounded off the edges took it to the next level exactly yeah yeah so that was a treat to finally try after whole like buying it four months prior and it's long way sit there in the fridge and it was like waiting for christmas to come we knew we had goodies under the tree uh, or in mm. the fridge in this case and we were just waiting to crack it up and yeah you took the words right out of my mouth man i couldn't have couldn't have given it a better description myself um number three for me Northern Monks Transients. Uh, yeah, this one this one surprised me. Um, mm. The packaging, the way it's presented, very kind of uber craft. Maybe a bit gimmicky, but I don't think this is a very gimmicky beer at all. It's it's rock solid, very potent brew, very drinkable brew. Uh, I think it's definitely mm-hmm. up there as one of the best hazy IPAs I've, I've ever tried, if not the best. I can't right. think of one that's, you know... That kind of yeah, uh, yeah. 
Beats it. Uh, big fruity taste, but quite dry. A little alcoholic warmth. Really good stuff. And probably was, yeah, maybe the most surprising beer for me of the season. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Stew. Getting close to the uh, the finish line now. Uh, yeah. What's number two for you, dude? Uh, number two, as I said, in no particular order. <laughs> nice. Trooper Sun and Steel. Oh, really? Yeah, that should probably have been my number five, but mm. I'm not, I was not prepared for this, even though Thomas has told me about this. Best of the beers. I tell you about it every season. Do it. Figure it out. I'm like, I'll just have a look at my phone when we're recording. <laughs> then I forgot. Commitment, dedication. Shouting out all the big beers Words really early on. You. And then I'm left with all the, the singer and the sun and, and the steel. <laughs> um, I uh, I was I, I just was surprised because I remember us, neither one of us really digging it. So I'm just surprised mm-hmm. that it, it kind of made the list. Yeah, it's, it's a memorable number five beer. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with that. I yeah. um, I would definitely try it again if I saw it. Yeah, me one too. Of those ones where it's like, yeah, come on, let's try you again. You, mm. it can't be any worse. Yeah, it wasn't piss, but exactly. it wasn't far off. <laughs> it was cold. <laughs> How could it be piss? Uh... <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, sorry, Stu, is that all that you would like it to say on the matter? Short okay. and sweet. Sun and steel. Nice. Hello, you I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Sean Connery. What are you doing here? Sorry. <laughs> I'm he comes out. He comes out every time you jump on a beer higher than six percent every time. <laughs> Give a quarter an open hand slap. No. Sean, go away. Jesus, you're worse than my children. Um. Has he been buying things on the iTunes store as well? Uh, where was I going? <laughs> you said something about you said about stout. I don't know why. Uh, it's lost. You were talking about Cern uh, and Steel. I don't know. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I'll try to, again. To the stout world, but as I was before that, <laughs> we can come back to it. If I was. I had an outer body experience. I apologize. Okay, my number two. Does <laughs> it remain seated? Moving on swiftly. My number two. Stones Bitter. Of course, or your father would disown you. Yeah, 100%. I don't want that happening. Not not quite, not just yet. Um, yeah, I'm glad you and Crummy really dug it, as it was one of my favourites. Still is. Very dependable beer. Very satisfying beer. Mm-hmm. Not the most complex of brews. And there may be bitters I like a bit more, but all in all, uh, it's a very good amount of bang for your book. Mm-hmm. And got a little more going on than you'd think, I think. Oh, I. You know what I mean? Is that a first draft? You'd think. <laughs> I think. We all think. It don't stink. It does not stink. It's a very nice smelling mm-hmm. bitter. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's my number two entry. Good. Yeah, I probably should have spent that time caring about your opinion there, but I remembered what I wanted to talk about. Don't. Please don't um, ever do that. I made a joke about something being short and sweet, and then before Sean Connery took over, I was uh, trying to say, hey, that's probably the name of another vocation beer. Most likely. Most likely. Maybe you should give them an email, see so, if uh, they're looking for any ideas. What kind of beer would that be? After, I, I don't know, a session pale. <laughs> So random. <laughs> so random. There's no thought points at all. <laughs> there was far too much thought put into that tub. Short and sweet, easy drinking. All right, I believe you. I believe you. Um, okay. I'll, I'll have a third uh, short and sweet, please. <laughs> I think that's definitely one that you uh, you stop after a couple. I think I think that'd, that'd be a bad hit for me. That's a breakfast um, beer, Thomas. Yeah. No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on that one. Thank you, Stu. I appreciate your ideas, though. What is Stu your number one beer of the season? Logger Log season four. Hey, I am going to put all of my faith in 
the funky monks from up north. Northern monks, transient, hazy, hazy, hazy. IPA. I have not drank anything like it. It's Very deserved, just, yeah, for sure. No, there was just a crazy tall boy tin, mm. and yeah, I couldn't remember much of my evening after having it. You you don't want to. Some of the yeah. things you said were quite racist, and there was some sexist. I stuff know. As I well, think I you. said I like stones. Yeah, that's that, that that's was the most racist comment I ever heard. Ridiculous, so, uh, I'm not. No, I'm not, not very I'm not, fly for a white guy. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> not very fruit. Fl- not very fruit fly for a white guy. Oh, um, it's bad for me. Anyway. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my chest hurts. <laughs> um, you wind at me. I'm not. Surprised, Call yeah. Back to season one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's an old reference, man. Uh, I'm not surprised that made you number one. Oh, um, I uh, I think maybe on another day it would have been a bit higher up on my list, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good beer. Um, number one on my list is Stout Jock. Oh, there we go. Has to be, you know. Yeah. Big fan of the jock range from uh, Broughton. And this one was just the icing on the cake. Mega malty, dark, fruity. Uh, almost like a scotch ale with a more spoky back end. Mm-hmm. So glad we finally tried it and sampled it in its ultra beefy barrel aged variety, as she mentioned. Um, very much looking forward to giving the standard version a try at some point too, if I can get my hands on that. Because... I think the alcohol content was definitely a part of the beer's appeal, but I think flavor-wise, it was that would probably be retained with the with the kind of standard version. So yeah, I don't know where I, I can't remember what I, what position I put it in in terms of my jock rating on the episode, mm. but you know, with a bit more time drinking it, it could it could maybe take you know the number the number one spot we'll see but it has taken the number one spot of this list um for sure uh you've got an honorable mentions to something a bit uh, Jay yeah i mean i was that fan of it when i first had it when i had it again for the show that mm. there's some slight redemption yeah but th- there's not really a return factor for me i don't think i would pick up regularly I- i'm happy i've had it if yeah. anything, I would maybe try their uh, double dry hopped Jaipur or Jaipur X if I yeah. saw either of those yeah. in store. But yeah, that's probably the other one. I will not mention Stones. It was a fine bear. As as normally, you know, best bitter or get the fuck out. <laughs> you don't come back. You, I know you're a four pack. So take your three friends with you. Trouble them, uh, them stones boys, aren't they? Jeez, mm. um, get in the green bin now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that's that's fair. Your comments on uh, Jaipur. I, I've got a bit of a, a bit of a, a weird one because my honourable mention would be would be Sun and Steel um, because. A lot of positivity around the beer. We're glad we tried it. Mm-hmm. Happy to have finally hunted it down. Think it was a great concept. Uh, loved the artwork. You know, uh, loved the fact it was named after um, one of made songs. Mm-hmm. But just slightly lacking in the execution, maybe the actual beverage itself. Um, so there was a bit of disappointment with the whole thing. But as you were saying before. If it if it's more readily available or becomes more readily available, I would happily give it another shot. Mm-hmm. See how I feel about it um, a second time. But yeah, I think uh, I think overall, looking at the list, fantastic season. Uh, short but sweet. American pale. Uh, would you say session pale? Uh, <laughs> Wait. Sorry, I'm sorry for getting it wrong. I'm really sorry. I think it became a session as the conversation. Yeah, American session and ASP. Okay, an ASP. Well, I'm going to end the show ASAP. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What do you What do you reckon, uh, Stu? Who is the winner amongst our 
chocolatey challenges tonight. I feel like it's the collaboration between Brew York and Vocation. I know Coco Wonderland is subtle mm. and sweet, and it's 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 point two percent more lethal. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if that's just because it contains lactose. But stand back, it's got a knife. Um, <laughs> it, is, it feels very wrong to be drinking these one after another. It does a little bit, yeah. Um, I can't really taste the extra two percent. To be honest, it, it's mm. not like massively uh, more potent or anything, but. I think, yeah, drinking it's them maybe... a subtle, smoother drink. Yeah, for sure, um, sure. Thinner, not, not to say it's watery, but because it, it's not as a higher percent, you're still getting that little chocolate nip at the end of it. Yeah, for sure. I think drinking them in such close proximity is a little bit dangerous, uh, to yeah. be fair. But yeah, I think um, the Cocoa Wonderland tastes a little bit thicker to me. I think it's just the the flavour of the vocation, uh, sorry, the sweet temptation, makes it seem a bit more thicker because it's like richer, yes, tasting flavour wise, you know, mm. a bit more sweet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, two very interesting brews. But I think I think you've cracked it, Stu. Finally, I think we've got some pretty decent milk stouts on the show. Well done, yeah. well done to you. Good choices, uh, my man. And I, I feel like I'm maybe slow, slowly, um, I don't know, getting, uh, surrendering to the dark side a little That's bit more. That's fine. I mean, season five, season of the stouts. Yeah. But as long as we, you know, Want milk? as long as we remo- remove the lactose. From those stouts, I'll, I'll verily happily. Verily, to get sweet Ooh, AF in this joint. There's uh, a kicking in now. I'd very happily join you for that. Yeah, as long as the uh, as long as the the, the cow, forget the cow about the beer. Produce it's all about is removed. Sugar. Maybe put that on a t-shirt. I don't know. What do you want me to Marshmallow, you? Thomas. Marshmallow. You know, Jerry's chocolate. Orange. I'm not inviting Milk. you to tell scary stories at my next camp, campfire. Fudge. Right, party people, that is it. <laughs> How did you not break for any of that? You the prick. tour of this chocolate factory is over. The Oompa Loompas have clocked out and headed to the pub. The Great Glass Ale Evator is out of order, and me and Stu have sadly run out of fizzy lifting drink. What a bunch of wonkers. It's a wrap on this episode and season four of The Logs. It's over. I'm cutting you off, blocking your phone number, and throwing the contents of your wardrobe out on the street. But you are welcome to stalk me, scroll through, and accidentally like my breakup body transformation pics by searching at The Log Logs on Instagram. Right, Stu? Or are you using that for something else at the moment? It's just pictures of my jigsaws, mate. Seriously, sure, I was making so much progress. <laughs> sure, okay. Right, what's going on with the with the social media show? We got a lot going on, man. Inform the good yeah, people so if much. You are not already. Please have a look at our Twitter, our Instagram, our website, and our YouTube channel. Yep. Uh, over on YouTube, you could find my little video montage of my trip to the St Andrews Brewing mm. Company. Check that out, guys. Uh, if you're over on Twitter, you could see a lot of messages I've posted that I've had no responses. And <laughs> over on Instagram, <laughs> it's fun. Let's go. Uh, oh, it burns <laughs> so much. Uh, Instagram, they like us at Instagram. Uh, I could post a picture with no hashtags or captions and still get 20 likes. <laughs> so that's it. That's so proud. You can feel like a, you can feel like the household pet when you open it and you're just getting clapped constantly. Just, ah, <laughs> oh, yes. That's my ego being stroked. I like that. <laughs> he so. loves a stroke, this man. I'll tell you that. Uh, so, yes, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. If you're not too sure where to go for these, go to the Yep. Uh, but seriously, just search 
The Lager Logs on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and hell, chuck in the Google, see what comes up. See what happens. Probably some fantastic pictures of beer, and maybe if you're lucky, our faces. But yeah, guys, check all that out. Uh, thank you for tuning in and all the support you've shown your Brewski boys this year so far. It's been a hell of a ride. And let me tell you, there will be no slowing down on content from us as we transition between seasons. So stay tuned for some new streams, series, and specials before we hit you with season Cinco. This roller coaster will not be stopping anytime soon. Just remember, you need to be this tall to ride right there bon voyage booze hounds say goodbye Stu goodbye Stu and good night. You never wished anyone good night before. And happy birthday, if it's your birthday. <laughs> They'll definitely be asleep. Drinks by are uh, two minutes into this podcast, so it's redundant, really. You should wish them a good night's sleep at the very beginning of the show. Don't let the bed bugs bite.